Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. And we're starting off today with a wedding story from Throwaway Bride Throw from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit, who says, Am I the Arsehole for refusing to let me and my fiance's best friend propose at my wedding? I just wanted some external opinions regarding this. For some context, I, female 26, met my male 26 fiance in college. Along with our two best friends, we call him John, male 26, and Holly, female 26. They've also been together since college like me and my fiance, so we've been inseparable since going on double dates and trips together and have had an amazing time post-college. My fiance proposed to me last year. and It's all been very exciting wedding planning and has been stressful and exciting. And Holly is my bridesmaid and John is my fiance's best man. Our wedding is in February next year. And in the midst of planning last night, John came over to our house and said that he wanted to propose to Holly. Me and my fiance were over the moon for him and I was excited for another wedding. So I asked him when he planned to propose and that would be down to help with the proposal and everything. He smiled and then said he was thankful and said he'd love to propose to Holly at our wedding. Before I said anything, he showed me a video of a bride giving her bridesmaid her bouquet instead of tossing it, and then the man proposing, and he said I'd love to do something like this. I was sort of speechless, as was my fiancé. So he then asked us, would that be okay? I took a deep breath and said, no John, it wouldn't be okay. As much as I love you and Holly, I'm more than happy for you guys to get engaged. I don't want that done at my wedding, but I'd be more than happy to help you plan a separate event. I think Holly wouldn't be too thrilled to get proposed at someone's wedding. Holly had told me before that she found people who get engaged at people's wedding tacky. I told him, but he wouldn't budge. He got angry and said we were being selfish, but not allowing him this one small favor. And if the roles were reversed, he would say okay in a heartbeat. I reiterated to him that Holly wouldn't want this and she'd want her own event. He kept saying, you're lying. You just don't want us to be engaged. You just want all the attention to yourselves. This is where I feel like I'm the arsehole. I blew up at him and called him tacky and cheap. I said us and our families aren't shelling out thousands for you to propose at our wedding. It's embarrassing. You can propose to Holly even the day after or the day before or even the day of, but just not at my wedding or venue. Holly will cringe and find it embarrassing. He said he didn't think he'd been friends with such a selfish and rude people for all these years. My fiancé reiterated everything I said and then my fiancé told him to leave and he left. Now it's awkward. Holly has no idea what happened and we all had a trip booked for next month and now I don't want to go. I'm very upset with John and he hasn't apologized. I don't know what to tell Holly. I don't want to lie to her but I don't want to ruin the surprise of her possible proposal. A part feels bad but I want to stick to my guns. 
Now, for me, as much as I think it's not a good idea to propose at someone's wedding or, you know, some people might consider it tacky or, or whatever like that, it does happen. John asked, which, you know, I think he can ask, but if you get turned down, then absolutely you just take that on the chin and accept it. But I just found it a bit ironic that he called you rude and selfish, yet wants to get married at your wedding and take the attention away from you guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on now. And I find it's really surprising, you know, that you're all best friends, so you all know each other quite well. And you said to him that Holly wouldn't like the idea instead of going, oh, yeah, you're, you're totally right. Can you help me plan something? Which you totally offered, which I think is incredible of you to do. He just turned it around on you and said that you're just trying to put him off doing it or whatever. There was a bit that made me chuckle in the middle of this where it says, I told him that, but he wouldn't budge. Like, no, nope, I'm going to propose at your wedding anyway. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't go down that route. Yeah, but of course, absolutely not the arsehole in this situation. But avocados don't bite, says not the arsehole. John's idea is tacky. You and your husband should be the only focus on your wedding day. Holly wouldn't even like it. There are literally no upsides to this. I can understand he's bummed his first idea wasn't a hit, but he needs to get over it and go back to the drawing board. Gothic Gingerbread replies that and says, If I were OP, I would find a way to bring up the subject of people who propose at other people's weddings when all four of them together and ask Holly what she thinks of them and really egg her on. Let John hear it for himself without saying anything about him proposing to Holly. Maybe then he'd listen. Dazed says, not the asshole. No one should propose at someone else's wedding. What is it about people not understanding this? Not really sure what to do in your situation now. It's a bit of a crap one. I would hope that John would talk to someone else about this. That would make him see sense. Dinosaur Nugget Man says, how boring and unoriginal do you have to be to propose at someone's wedding? He obviously doesn't love Holly that much if he thinks that that's the kind of proposal she deserves. Also, why the fuck... Would he even ask if he wasn't going to take no for an answer? If anyone is selfish, it's him. Not the arsehole, and I would reevaluate this friendship. This guy has possibly cost himself a friendship, all because he can't take no for an answer. Seems like he has some issues. One more comment from Celtic Musebooks who says, We were at a wedding a few years back, one of the last big pre-COVID events, and apparently the groom's brother decided to propose to his girlfriend at the wedding. The maid of honor and two of the bridesmaids got wind of it at the rehearsal dinner, so they bought a dozen of containers of silly string and told the kids there was a special surprise for Uncle Jake and Hannah when someone yelled Geronimo to all attack Jake and Hannah with a silly string and don't stop until the cans were empty. The maid of honor talked with the DJ who informed them that he had a SOP, which is, I think, standard operating procedure for those things. Jake asked the DJ if he could play a special song just for then 1,000 Years by Christina Perry. DJ said sure, but he had two requests to do first. DJ text Maid of Honor, who got the kids ready. He played the song. As soon as Jake stepped back and started to go down on one knee, the kids pounced, and the DJ swapped out a thousand years for Full Blast, who let the dogs out. Everyone, of course, was laughing hysterically, though none of us knew he'd been trying to propose until later. Hannah went running from the hall, and Jake ran out after her. Damn, wedding drama, man. It always gets crazy. I got a story that I'm going to share probably in a couple of months it's still a bit fresh at the moment but <laughs> it's cooking but op does update the post and they said john came over again and apologized profusely he apologized for the name calling and said he was bummed out because his idea which he thought was a good one because of all the videos he had seen had been shut down he said that he should have listened to me when i told him that holly has stated before she finds those types of proposals tacky 
He said that he should have taken no as an answer, and there was absolutely no excuse for the way he spoke to us and would understand if we no longer wanted him at the wedding. He said that he was angry with himself at the possibility of losing our friendship over an idea which had no pros to it whatsoever. He also said that Holly deserves her own moment with the proposal and he'd love my help with the planning if I was still open to it. I did tell John that I don't want the stress of him possibly hijacking our wedding because of how he reacted to us saying no. He said that would never happen and he's decided to propose to Holly on the trip or during the holidays. He'll let me know so I can help, which I'm happy to do so. He said that it's our wedding and he was crazy and apologized for calling us selfish when it's our day. Me and my fiance did accept his apology. We did have a conversation after the argument that if John apologized, we'd accept his apology. And also, we've never had a disagreement of this scale ever. We've gotten along for all these years. Despite this, I don't think, and my fiance agrees, it's worth burning John's bridge. He's apologizing and he's genuinely a kind and amazing friend. This just was a weird blip we've had with him. Thank you so much for all the comments and judgments. And you know, John fucked up in this one. It's clear to see for everybody. Some of the stuff he said was absolutely ridiculous, but it seems like he came to his senses, realized he was wrong and seemed to give a genuine apology. And personally, I'm glad that they were able to talk it out and move on and, and continue with their friendship because, you know, it had been a potential disaster. They've been best friends for all this time and then breaking up. You know, it just wouldn't have been a good thing. So I'm glad they were able to talk it out in the end. But what do you guys make of this situation? How would you have dealt with it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story does have an update as well from Simone Blark, who says, Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend? It is unreasonable to learn a full set list dance choreography for a concert. <laughs> Ooh. I, 36 male, moved from Europe to Japan about seven years ago. I've been dating my girlfriend, excuse this pronunciation, Mie, 26 female, for over a year. While we have cultural differences on the occasional language barrier, my Japanese isn't nowhere near perfect and neither is her English. We never had this sort of fight before. For context, Mie is a huge fan of a Japanese idol group, girl pop band basically. She's going to their concerts and events once or twice a week for about three years. In contrast, I'm generally a metal, heavy rock person and never really got into Japanese pop, let alone idols. A few months back when we went to a metal concert together, as fair as fair, I offered to go to one of these concerts with her. She's very excited about it and got us tickets this month for a show two weeks from now. This is where things get weird. <laughs> I changed up my playlist to listen to this band's song so I know them better and can sing along. However, as I learned yesterday, idol concerts are something else. You're expected to sing along and follow a very tight choreography for each song. Most people that go to these shows are enormous fans and do this, so not doing it would make one stand out like a sore thumb. We went for karaoke last night and she was singing this band's songs as usual and trying to get me to follow the choreography for each song. After doing this for about an hour, we stopped to talk about this. I told her that it's already pretty hard for me to memorize the lyrics well enough so I can sing along and to learn the proper moves for 15 to 20 songs. We don't know the set list, so it might be twice as much. Over the course of two weeks for a single concert is a bit harsh. I believe I used the words, I don't really want to learn all this stuff for one concert and want didn't really translate over well. She exploded. She yelled at me that I would not embarrass her, but it would still be weird, which should be pretty much the same thing. 
and she already told her favorite idol that we will be there and she should be on the lookout for us. I'm six foot nine ish, so I couldn't hide in the crowd even if I wanted to. I suggested that I could stand on the side so I don't make her look bad. She told me that we have reserved spots at the concert and we cannot move around. So I'm not really sure what to do. I'm more than happy to go and have a great time since it seems so much to her. It sounds like great fun. But investing dozens of hours practicing dance moves sounds over the top. I wouldn't do that for bands I love and have been listened to for decades, yet alone for a band that I'm not a super fan of. And it seems like there is no middle ground. Either I would learn all of it or bust. So Reddit, please tell me, am I the arsehole? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Edit, thank you all for your comments. Apologies for not replying to them all, but I read everything. I will try to reach some proper middle ground. Wish me luck. We'll post an update in about two weeks after the event. Now, I'm going to have to say excuse me because I hopefully my comment doesn't come across as ignorant or anything like that because I don't know much at all about these Japanese pop idols or concerts or anything like that. But I just know with, this is just from my perspective, if I was asked to, to learn 15 to 20 songs, possibly double of, you know, the songs and the choreography to go with it, it would just be impossible for me. Trying to fit life in around all that sort of stuff at the same time, there's no way it would happen. And it just seems like an unreasonable thing to ask. You know, it sounds like you're trying your best. You're trying to you know, learn the songs. You're trying to get involved to the best of your ability. You offered alternatives to stand on the side, even though she said, you know, you've got a book position. I, I, I don't know what you're expected to do. I, I think it's just like, I'm not going to say impossible, but I think it's really difficult to learn that amount of songs in that amount of time. And, you know, it might be just me. Maybe I can't do that. <laughs> so I'm just hoping there's a lot more knowledgeable comments down below where we can get some more info about, about these kind of concerts. So a commenter said, how normal is this? Is this about her not feeling appreciated or setting unreasonable expectations? Opie says it might be a bit of both. We talked about it and it seems to me that she feels I'm not appreciating her interest enough by trying to manage expectations the way I did context i didn't shut her down but i made it clear that i cannot learn this stuff this quickly on the norms part looking at live videos of past events this really seems like the baseline for the front rows not just for idols but general popular bands too rock included someone says she's gone to concerts so often even during the pandemic also you use the imperial system for hype but where are you from hoopy says yes shows and events were going on during the pandemic too with social distancing mask mandates and plastic walls during meet and greet events. 
I know of the band and their music because she has listened to them all the time and sings them during karaoke. That said, I never imagined the moves are expected from anybody but the greatest fans. She's clearly one of them and I respect that. I love people with passion towards their interests and yes, she's been to about 50 to 100 events, often traveling hundreds of kilometers. She's working shifts, so going to Okinawa or Hokkaido, <laughs> sorry, during the week isn't that big of a deal to her. Plus, she didn't want to show me to the other fans because of some of her insecurities. That would be a different post on r slash relationship advice though. I was born in Eastern Europe in a post-Soviet country, but I figured I'd humor the community and use Imperial. Opie then gives some additional information on the idol system and the girlfriend's thoughts. Opie says, I kind of understand why she is so devoted. She has left her parents when she turned 18 and has been moving around ever since, staying in a bigger city for a year or two and then moving on to work a different job somewhere else. She doesn't have too many friends and none are really too close, mostly due to actual physical distance. A sense of belonging to a fan club or community makes perfect sense under these circumstances. I talked to her about this earlier because I was worried about a full-blown parasocial relationship. I have an ex-friend who wastes all his time and money away on another idol and heavily implied he was actually spending time with this idol in ways that is regarded inappropriate in the industry. And he basically spent hundreds of thousands of yen on gifts for this girl every month. So I know how bad this can get. It ended in a pretty big fight between us, but overall she has convinced me to give her the benefit of the doubt. She regards these idols as attention machines. You put money in, events, concerts, fan club membership, etc. Attention and kindness comes out. You don't put money in, no attention and kindness comes out. She has no illusions whether they care about her, but she does speak very fondly of the community. Someone says she actually believes her favorite idol is going to be looking for her. Is she nuts? Opie says she isn't. The idol knows her very well. I mean, that's kind of part of the idol's job. I don't think the band qualifies as underground idols, but they do have regular, very small and focused fan events with 50 or so people, so they know their core fan base personally. Then someone asks who is the band, and OP responds saying Metamuse, formerly known as Zoc. I just did a little YouTube of a couple of their concerts, had me head bopping for a second there, and I was looking at the, I was trying to find videos of the crowd and what they were doing, and it looks like a lot of glow sticks and sort of like throwing them up in the air. I, I, from what I saw, I don't, I don't know, and I'm, I'm trying not to downplay it because I don't know if there's other concerts that I'm missing out on. But it looked like a lot of just sort of choreography with like the, the glow sticks, and I think you could possibly get lost in that. I don't know, might be talking absolute shite there, but I could definitely freestyle in that. <laughs> but Opie did update in the same post and says, update again. Thank you for all your comments. The concert was on last Sunday. I did learn some of the more simple slash iconic choreography, but drum roll, the venue was super small, meaning the floor had a dedicated X for every single ticket number, consisting of five floor tiles, each about one foot long and wide. Other than your own little floor tile, you'd have to share the rest with four other people. Guess what this means? Nobody had the room to move and we were just waving their light sticks. Now, maybe that's what I just saw. <laughs> Mir introduced me to the idols prior to the concert. She had a meet and greet and photo package in between, the early and late afternoon concert. Yes, she attended both. I, only the later one. This was probably the most awkward part where the girls were trying to talk to me in English. Hi, thanks for coming, Sile. None of them speak it. It was funny though. All in all, I had fun at the concert. People paid me no heed as I was in the back most row. 
Girlfriend is happy, the idols were cute, the music had its ups and downs. The experience was surreal, but I will probably not go every week. All's well that ends well, I'd say. And a lot of the comments below this one talking about sort of idol culture and the, the, the wording of attention machines and stuff like that is something I'm definitely going to have to look into. It sounds rather interesting. But maybe you have a bit more knowledge about the topic and can share it with us down in the comments below. If you do have some, please do so. would love to hear it. I love reading them as well. Thank you so much for being with us today, for getting involved in the stories. And don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there for you that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through the videos for you. I need to hear more about what you're doing whilst you're listening to the videos. It absolutely makes my day. A lovely person sent me a picture the other day of them just, you know, delivering mail while listening. I thought it was absolutely fantastic and I absolutely love to see it. So thank you so much for sharing your love, for sharing your time with not just me, but down in the comments below with each other. You're all absolutely amazing. Please never, ever forget that. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.